0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome to the Poetry Questions TPQ20, where we sit down with your favorite authors to talk about passions, process, pitfalls, and poetry. My name is Chris Margolin. Let's expand the conversation.
1: hey Let's see. hello hey how are you doing today oh my god i'm good i'm good hey, fantastic Chris. yeah it's
0: so good to talk with you so oh. uh we'll just get started here we always uh, like to say here first off thank you for joining me on tpq20 today yeah, um of course. we know your work i'm a big fan of ultimate sun cell so i'm i'm a I, we, uh, we do love that book over here. Uh, so we know who you are, but our audience might be new to you. If you were to give the bio that is not on your website, not on the back of your book, the one that talks more about your passions and the real you than the publicist would want to know, uh, who are you?
1: Um, Hello. Uh, yeah, um, my name is Haloon. Uh, so I'm a poet and a filmmaker here in New Jersey. Um, I've been... Jersey boy basically all my life came here when I was like three um uh yeah I uh I like geology and um botany and I spend almost all my time in big open spaces like I love parking lots I love the beach um and and probably like big public parks I love parks a lot like public works and stuff like that but yeah <laughs>
0: All right, so we got some unpacking here then. Uh, there's a big difference between uh, a parking lot and a beach. Um, i I trying to figure out the uh, the through line here. What do you love about being, let's start off with the beach. What do you love about the beach?
1: Um, what do I love about the beach? Um, I love that the, the wind and the waves and the water are like over here in Jersey, like so loud like sometimes it's like it just kind of it's very very humbling because like you can't really hear yourself think the sea kind of just like it's like it's just like this big roar it's quite beautiful um sometimes i like to go when i was younger especially i like to go like swimming which is not recommended but i used to go swimming <laughs> <laughs> like late at night i used to go with friends and we'd like just like swim and like swimming trunks out like under the stars and it's like and um and it's like beautiful um here in jersey sometimes like it's like really long wide beaches and you can kind of see like a curvature of the earth and it's so beautiful I think but yeah that's like one of my favorite things about the beach All especially right. you just
0: made the beach sound way better I, like I love going to the beach it used to be like I, I went to college about 40 minutes to the beach so it was like a midnight writing trip like three four times a week with our with a few friends Oh, where, but, where did you go
1: to which beach uh, was it?
0: pacific university so i would head out toward cannon beach and uh, just outside of portland oregon oh, um, okay. and it's gorgeous out there but you just made a beach sound uh like a whole lot more <laughs> like a film oh my um, gosh we'll get to thank the film you side of things in a minute but let's start top parking lots i have i've seen my fair share in my 41 years of of parking lots um there there have been a couple that have been challenging for me that you know we've got a couple like wraparound ones out here and but you like big expansive parking lots tell me about this what what is it about a parking lot that you love
1: Uh, i um i'm gonna sound like i i'm the type who i love just sitting on the curb of like a parking lot with like friends like especially like 9 p.m and I love just like chain smoking and talking about the week maybe I shouldn't say chain smoking during an interview but I'm like <laughs> <laughs> um and we just you know it's uh like um despite I feel like I'm like getting older and my knees are going but I love like skateboarding and just like we just like say the most like ridiculous conversations like yeah. about about whatever um and I think I just I, I like that I like uh, I'm a very like I guess like easily overwhelmed person sim- stimulus wise. There's something about like a parking lot that's just like especially at night with friends and and people that just like it just I don't know it's like very peaceful. I'm it, big on that. Yeah. I
0: completely agree with you there. I spent I've spent the last 25 plus years playing music. <laughs> and so I've spent a lot of time in different parking lots and you're totally right. Like there there is really something to sitting on the side of a parking lot chain smoking and talking to friends. Like it's <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just something that like You know, it's funny that it's it's portrayed that way. Like, you know, you always there's always a scene somewhere where people are sitting down, you know, on a curb, like figuring out like the theories of life. So I think that's like it's a perfect way. Look at that. I like that. All right, all right. Let's talk film. Um, I talk with a lot of poets who have uh, like a another. I don't want to call it a secondary. They have another lane of art that they're very very into. Um, right, you know man. a lot of photography like photography I think has come up as like the number one thing that the poets seem to have this You know, I think there's a there's a lens that you look through um, And it really provides that that moment that capture of that scene in that, you know in that section So for you, I guess first what came first was it film the want to be a filmmaker or the want to be a writer?
1: Oh, um, hmm. Um, oh that's cool I, that is true a lot of poets and writers have a lot of secondary or um kind of like these parallel um like mediums hey,
0: uh, if, you're, if you're is jones then it's all about archery uh, okay so so you know archery and axe throwing so you know I, I definitely... have
1: ETL learn the archery that's so good yeah. <laughs> um yeah i i uh actually kind of like fell into i fell into both uh relatively in my mid 20s um I, I was i uh i started writing poetry when i was like 21 22 actually like never touched it at all um maybe i shouldn't say this out loud but i almost no, like man. i never read poetry before 21 22 and you i are, like...
0: you are not alone for the <laughs> 100 plus interviews that i've done you are not alone to the people who came to poetry late like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't yeah. the first stop on the writing journey for a lot of people because it wasn't taught well in school and there was no introduction yeah. to it.
1: It was rather intense sometimes the way it was taught. Um I did I did film, I fell into it just uh I I had like no really any intentions of doing um film just because I had been on, like one or two film sets in college just because I was doing all different kinds of things. And I was like, okay, this is this is like this thing but i made friends i just went to a bunch of parties my last year at Rutgers for undergrad and i fell in with like these like just really wonderful um like filmmaking majors um and i just kept going to their parties and eventually uh one very very close friend ryan um he just was like hey i'm making like my thesis do you want to like like help write it and i was like yeah sure and i also ended up being like the script supervisor on that and i kind of just like fell into it and I was like you know I do have like I was like oh I do have this like these like stories or uh, poems that like I'm like I can't really see it as anything else besides a short film hmm. um and I started just kind of like writing scripts and it kind of just fell into it and I was just like oh and it just became like like a project and I was like oh I like like being on set and then the next week I was like oh let's do this one and then like um over the next year I did this one and I've been doing only film actually for about two years now um, That's just kind of wild because it kind of feels like a wild. <laughs> but, yeah, it's
0: fascinating. Like it's it, it's such a cool like it's such a cool medium. My first my first college class of uh, creative writing class um, was a film studies class, but it was taught by the, the director of the poetry program.
1: Right. It was,
0: oh, it, was yeah. it was awesome to have like that lens because there really is. I mean, there there is a thematic lens to all. And I think you kind of, you know, you, you made a comment that you had poems that kind of just needed to be films. Yeah. <laughs> so I I mean how do you do that? Mm. Uh, how how do you take, you know, what you originally thought was going to be a poem um and you know, poems do have there is they are concise at times. They do, you know, they do kind of not, I, I hate to say like lock you in a box, but you know, the idea the idea of poetry, you know, in air quotes is is that you know it is a closed structure at the end, like it's it is meant to be a short snippet. Um, so how do you how do you take what you thought was going to be such a, you know a, you know a piece that was just for the page, and bring that to life? Like what is your what's your mentality around that? How do you go through that thought process?
1: Oh, um uh, I think it's interesting because uh, sometimes I think about how like in some some ways like. Uh, I feel like like poetry, it's like a very like, um, it has like a certain relationship with the senses where it is possible that a poem can just exist in of itself with none of the five senses, and it's just this thing that exists quiet and closed in a book. Um, But of course, I I think also a lot about both the accessibility of poems in terms of you know um, like uh, uh, if someone is not able to read um, a poem um, due to like being um, a difficult sight. Um, or unable to hear a person um, read it due to um, like hard of hearing. Um, there are different ways to access a poem, different ways to, to be, in, be in contact with the, what's going on within a poem. Um, but with that said, there, there is something about the shot. Like, I love that in filmmaking, it's always about like, you you got to get that shot. There's always like a shot in mind. It's like, I want that shot. Um, and sometimes I feel like um, even in pre-production, like with Ryan, because my friend Ryan, he, he's like, um, he usually handles, um, oh, thank God for Ryan, the, a lot of the camera stuff. I'm like, Ryan, I want that shot. And sometimes he's like, oh, I want that shot. And it's the shot The shot is like this, This like, I feel like this, Um, this like almost, and I think poetry is very much about this as well. This this like obsessive quality um, of that. Like I want, I want that shot. And it's maybe similar as like, I want that line. I need that line in there. I need that shot in there. Um, and I think the shot is this thing that it can be, can be a lot of things. It can be this thing that um, um, that is like, that could just be like, a, once I said, I want like, I, I need a Caravaggio shot. I need a Baroque shot for this. <laughs> and I'm like, and <laughs> some shots I'm like, I need it to be, I need that lighthouse like in that corner and everyone's like you like you got it i'm like thank you so much um and sometimes i'm like oh, i got it i got it for whoever's directing um and uh i feel like the shot the shot the the way of visualizing what i suppose a filmmaker wants um is is quite different in terms of like it is this very visual auditory uh thing combined together into this this moment this this moment that is only that i think can be found in that medium. Um, I have a few scripts I like, like lying in my head. And I'm like, it's always still about it's like it's the shot. <laughs> and in that moment sometimes everything else falls away. And I'm like, I don't and I'm, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing besides getting this shot. And and I think about that. I think it's the same with poetry as well, which is like, I need this, this timbre, I need to write about this. And it's I suppose it's like the universal obsessive quality that sometimes people talk about when it comes to poetry
0: so i've got to ask then have you ever made that perfect shot in your mind yet are you there
1: oh um i, and, I and if so
0: if so what is the what is your perfect shot
1: oh i i feel like i'm very uh people on sets have like laughed about how i'm like kind of like uh i'm very like reactive <laughs> and i'm very easy i'm like i don't want to say easily impressed because i feel like i'm justifiably impressed um <laughs> Uh, but I'm like I'm. I feel like like uh, I had this last film called Long Beach that's currently in post production, and I had so many shots in my mind. Um, but Ryan, who was the director of photography, he ha- he took on, he got so many different shots and and different uh, and captured so many different sites that I would not have even remotely imagined. I think mm. so often when I'm on a set, it surpasses my expectations and what I think is a perfect shot. And I, I would love to get a perfect but so much is beyond it surpasses it. And I'm always incredibly impressed by what my team does um, or the team I'm on. If I'm on a set, um, that's um, I guess the one I'm directing. But yeah.
0: That's awesome. It's, it is it is really cool to have kind of your foot in both in both and kind of be able to really meld them together as you get ideas that might just bring themselves into a into a film or vice versa I mean I I guess have you ever written a poem based on a film that you've completed
1: um yeah yeah definitely I have this one film one poem oh my god I have this one poem called one love for camera and it's and that's the thing too is I love that poems can encapsulate different moral landscapes different mindsets um like I love that poems can do that which is that a person will say something when they're 23. And maybe by the time they're twenty-seven, they'll forget about it. But a poem can capture that, can can record or document that mindset. Oh, uh, there's this sort of thing Ryan said to me because we had, um, I think we had, I had we had one film camera, and I was taking pictures, uh, doing BTS or behind the scenes, with like um, a digital camera, and I was walking to his right as he was walking to the right, and um, like. There was uh, the assistant director said something I found to be very beautiful, which is, uh, she said like just walk behind him if Ryan falls because we're filming in a forest, um, at least he'll be there. And I'm like, what happens if uh, like he crashes on me if he falls? will both cameras be broken or like, will we get hurt? And she goes, <laughs> and she goes like, it, does, it doesn't matter, it matters that you're just like there and you, you've you got him. And I was like, that's the most beautiful thing I ever heard. And I was able to, and thankfully, because of how poetry can be done, I was able to document that moment, that microcosm of like two people covering each other and protecting each other from disaster. Um, it's also funny, because when I said it to the you know, assistant director, I was like that's very poetic she was like what what hold on get in your spot and I'm like oh snap all right we're... <laughs>
0: so I've gotta like, ask because you, because you have this love for you know for the auditory and visual and this love for poetry um do you have a love for or have you done any spoken word have you taken the stage to do to do any spoken word
1: oh I have I actually have not um although I'm very impressed by so much of the spoken word I've seen um it really is like a different level of like i feel like performance art and being able to like temper and control and be able to like harness one's voice mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I don't know if i'm able to to get to that i'm very impressed though That i would, poetry, I would recommend voice.
0: a while ago phil k um i think franny Choi and i can't remember who else was involved uh did something called poetry observed and it was a really cool project where they took the poets and they took them out into you know some type of almost you know not quite sound stage i mean some were parking lots um or you know back alleys or you know uh theaters um but it was all about the visual and the auditory it was all creating film based in the you know almost like senses behind the poem um and it, it's it's a fantastic project so if you get a chance to check it out poetry observed Um, It's really it's really fascinating. It's really cool. Um, All right. So you said uh, you were super into geology. So um, breaking apart, you know, rocks uh, that have been there and set in stone for generations to find the littlest, you know, most fragile piece. I've got to ask about process. So when it comes to writing for you. What is your what is your process? How do you get from big idea to final piece? What do you uh, what do you go through? Are you someone who has a million notes apps on your phone, um, or are you you know you're a superstitious person who needs the 14 candles and a and a couple sticks of incense burning in the background? Uh, what is your <laughs> what is your writing process? We've heard, <laughs> we've heard everything out here, so oh my gosh,
1: um, oh I um. Actually, I feel like right now, I, uh, I just finished um, like a rather large poetry project. And I feel like I'm like, currently you're catching me in a moment, this month, this autumn, where I'm thinking a lot about, um, I guess, my process and perhaps how it's changed or how it stayed the same. Um, I feel like I'm someone who, uh, I think like likes to kind of just document um certain ways I'm feeling. I guess I like to try to capture reflex is a way I like to say it. Some poems I have out there. People, funny enough, they say like, oh, you, it seems like you wrote that for a very long time. I have this one poem in that just came off of Guinnica, and I wrote it in it's like this page long poem, but it I wrote it in probably five minutes mm-hmm. um without really proofreading it. Um, sometimes it just it's like um I think mark Doty has a thing about this which sometimes it's just about like uh catching lightning mm-hmm. um where you just like kind of just wait sometimes for um sometimes uh on a good day if i have like 19 hours to myself which i try to do um that's probably like my priority is try to just get 19 hours by myself um yeah which is a, which is a brutal thing to say i feel like sometimes but um
0: 19 hours by yourself i don't even understand what that is like yeah. yeah i i don't think i've had a day of night I, that's a long wow well done oh yeah
1: and then you just kind of wait for it's like just waiting in an open field for lightning to strike and yeah ready be, to be, be, catch it and i like, guess just catching it and that's um i, I write often on notes app i'm a notes app guy yeah. um and um sometimes when i'm like in the moment of panic uh, sometimes I like have it when I'm driving, which is like emergency pullover <laughs> to the chagrin of like 17 Jersey drivers, all of whom are furious. And I was like, I'm sorry, I need to write my poem. Like I'm sorry. And I was like, wait, I don't even wait past. I'm just, like, I need to get that. <laughs> but, yeah. That's
0: awesome. I was just talking with uh, Sarah Ali. Um, a little while ago about uh about leg- the legacy that all of us are gonna leave one day when you know when we die and people find our notebooks and our hidden <laughs> phone apps and like like the all the notes we've kept in our phones that are out of context but that we know would be great lines for poems um, it I it would be it would be just epic to see what all of us have as just one-liners in our phones right now because
1: oh, well, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: because you know that it, it it wouldn't all be i mean there would be some out of context pieces that would definitely
1: right yeah there, i feel like a lot of people would see some of my notes and be like like wow this this guy is very silly like yes <laughs> and like this is like there'll be like wow meme museum or like, yeah. absolutely deranged comedian really.
0: <laughs> so with, uh, with Ultimate Sunset, uh, Sun Cell this year, um, first of all, congratulations on its release. Uh, oh, it truly, truly was a, a beautiful work. Um, when thank did you, you start it versus, we always like to talk timeline, like when did you start it versus when did you finally give the final approval and say, okay, we're good, uh, you know, and let New Delta actually publish it. So um, how, what was it was it like several years or as you say did you catch lightning you know catch lightning in a bottle and was it written in just a couple months
1: oh wait that i actually never thought of it like that um wait that probably it was it was a letter um uh I, i've thought about that some people i know they they take a certain amount of time with their chapbook but i wrote the chapbook i think the oldest poem in there is from 2019 okay and the last poem was in 2020 uh, like the la- the the quote-unquote poem randomly it It probably took me only like 10 11 months um i wrote most of it during quarantine um i i actually yeah um i think like i actually really started publishing and right i mean i started publishing uh like uh, like during like quarantine uh, um but i had started writing a bit more seriously like a year before although that is that that phrase is a very complicated statement um uh, yeah I, I wrote I wrote it um, I think just like I was just like at home I was like trying to find work I found a little bit of like these like um, odd journalism gigs um, and I yeah I mainly just worked uh, through it um, and kind of just like figuring out the ropes uh, I was like yeah like I, I wrote most of it in park months. I wrote most of it um, just figuring out I guess um, like how to write kind of a a halloon poem <laughs> um and i was but like I that's, a
0: that's a really good but that's a really good way to put it you found a lot of, you took a lot of time trying to figure out what a halloon poem sounded like like i think yeah. that's like and that's i think a I think a, a lot of writers like that's a big deal like what what do i sound like as a writer like you know it's not yeah like,
1: yeah i um actually i feel like this is a um um there was a moment i think where I I feel like he'd be okay with me reciting something he said to me. Um I'm friends with the the poet Chen Chen or Chen. Oh yeah. yeah. And Chen once told me, he said, there was like a time where I understood there was I'm paraphrasing, but like uh he said, everyone like a lot of people had this kind of like an understanding of what a like what a poet should universally be like. There's always like this image, this myth of the poet being some type of way um you know yeah, um,
0: Robin Williams or Walt Whitman it's okay yeah
1: yeah, yeah. um you know like Beckett hair and code um like uh uh what is it um maybe a bit of like the Burroughs diet um like um and you know uh and definitely definitely like the Gertrude Stein like room up. Uh, but yeah um but uh he said there's this image this myth people have a chance set of of poets but you could also but there comes a time where a poet can also double down on themselves and there's the difference between what a poet should be and what kind of a poet you inherently are and he said to me like very early on in my poetry journal journey and i think that was one of the most important things i heard which is to double down on one's style um, and i think i think like that is probably like a big thing i, I think about which is sometimes i some sometimes I write poems and I'm like I'm this doesn't sound this is like a weird poem this is a poem that probably um like a lot of a lot of people might not enjoy or and that's this that's just a perception of insecurity but I feel it's a very important insecurity to attach on to um but it's important to I feel like sometimes write poems not as they are but how they could be um but yeah I love those I love re- hearing poems that are like um like uh there's this poet I really like named megan kim There's like that's a megan kim poem and hearing seeing those poems it gives me inspiration and also a sense of certainty that i'm like oh it's okay to write like that it's okay <laughs> to write you know in this this way that's so you know yeah like um similar to a way like a person only knows exactly how like they're like their their house smells that's like stuff like that but yeah like- I went on I,
0: a tangent. <laughs> no, that's all right. I think I, I I'm gonna butcher his name. Nicanor Parra um, had a had a poem called uh, Young Poets, and there was this line. you know, uh, It's talking about how um, so much blood or ink, um, you know, has run under the bridge, and it was talking about the idea that all you need to do is be able to improve the blank page. Mm. I, oh. I... Wow. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, I remember the, the name I have, I have improved the blank page tattooed on the insides of my fingers, so I could always remember <laughs> that. But I, I, uh, yeah, the poem's called Young Poets, and it's a beautiful piece. And it was always one of those things I, I teach, I teach middle school, and I I've taught high school, and middle school for a long time now. Um, and it's one of the things that I always remind my students, you know, we're not looking for greatness right now. You know, we can find greatness later as long as you improve the blank page. Write something down that's going to change at least your mind about something. Okay. Like, and, I, and I think I think that's the kind of the, you know, that idea of, you know, you're you're thinking about how it could be, not necessarily how it is, but like agree, how it could be. I like that. So as we kind of shift toward the end here, who are some of the poets you are most excited about out there right now? Um, or who are some of the filmmakers you're really excited about right now? um and then what's coming up for you
1: oh um oh okay can, uh, can I like pull up my my phone real quick I would absolutely a, you sure I can so <laughs> and, 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 like I, I, I like I'm like everyone read these poets um all right <laughs> off the bat uh to, I'm, like, the, I have so I I oh my god I would love to have a moment where I'm like anyone here this I'm like please check out these um I I love the poetry of Megan Kim uh, Megan writes so much about like different like urban spaces and like the highways. Excellent stuff. I'm uh, Simon Shia, um, is like um, his his new manuscript is coming out, and I'm very excited about it. And Simon writes so much, and I think this very like crucial way. Uh, Olivia Moons. I actually don't know how to pronounce Olivia's last name, but Olivia Moons. Um, she has like this new poem out with Denverly Corley. It's it goes nuts. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it before you put words inside words literally physically nice. uh, The poetry is, is absolutely wild um cool. uh, vivian who vivian who's fiction i've been a long time fan of um i hope you don't mind i'm just going no that, I, this love, is my, I love i um, love this the book more
0: book. more people we can send to people it's amazing
1: <laughs> um yeah absolutely oh my gosh i'm like um i i, I I'm, I'm just like having this moment right now where i'm like i'm thinking uh, eileen chong eileen chong over in um um, I believe she's over in Australia, actually, Longtime fan of Eileen Chong. Um, there's definitely uh, Saba Kiramanti. Uh, um, and she's the poetry editor over at Sundog Lid. I love her work. And it's it's very, it's something very intricate, but incredibly focused, very, very, nice. like, laser sharp, really. Um, uh, definitely, like, there are I suppose, friends, I'd be remiss to not plug, but <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm I'm reading um my friend Tawanda Malalu's uh book, uh Please Make Me Pretty, I Don't Want to Die, which is a lovely Ooh, title. What a great um, title. Yeah, and I'm uh re- oh my gosh, I'm reading um um uh, Catherine Um Bratt chapbook, uh chapbook uh Somewhere the War Can't Reach. And that's beautiful title, amazing poems. Um i'm aware they recently were um they won a push car prize oh very cool fantastic and um definitely i'm reading over um uh, oh my god i'm so excited for it k.i there okay i'm like the biggest fan of k.i yes. there um and, and we're good friends and their 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 book uh short film of my it's red bronco that is and i believe that's the title um is it's i can't wait for it uh ct salazar i love C. T. Salazar. Wow. Um, so you never, if you
0: can ever find their, uh, if you can ever find CT's Inch that was released, um, god, it's probably been about six or so years. The Bull City Press,
1: uh, yeah, oh, Alina Stefanescu's yes. Rebolt oh, is, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, that's a that's necessary. Uh, yes. I, I was reading that, um, <laughs> in the ER, and I was like, I was like, I forgot it was in the ER. <laughs> <laughs> this this, this book is good oh yeah um but yeah and um, so many so many uh, awesome uh, yeah probably the name
0: this is is wonderful i I, you can i love i love lists of people especially when there are new names everywhere and all the time and i get to find new people to talk with um thank you so much for hanging out today on tpq20 uh, absolute pleasure to have you on board um, and uh, I truly look forward to seeing what comes next for you so thank you so very much
1: yeah, of course thank, thank you
0: Chris thank you oh so yeah no it's wonderful uh, and everybody hopefully listening should check out ultimate Sun Cell. Uh, grab a copy before you know before they become a, a prize collector's item
1: I'm screaming. Oh, thank you so much
0: <laughs> I'll talk with you later have a great rest of the night <laughs> have a good night Chris
1: bye <laughs>